You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 101 of the PharmD Money Podcast. Thank you all for joining me today. I am your host, Derek Delaney. In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about something that I think many people experience, uh, either intentionally or unintentionally, and that is being swayed or having their decisions altered based off of quote-unquote expert guidance or advice they see online. So because of the rise of social media and how easy it is to get your message out in front of people... There is no shortage of quote-unquote free advice out there, especially in the financial world. And a lot of people are smart enough to avoid the ones who are out there just to make a quick buck. But it really gets interesting and it really becomes problematic for a lot of people when they come across information from experts or somebody who has had a tremendous amount of success financially in the past. And they put a lot of credence in that advice and they end up taking it and rolling with it and Usually, that advice never helps that person create the desired outcome they originally had hoped for. So, word of caution, when you come across advice online from experts, especially those who have had success in the past, um, especially those who have had success in the past in the investment field, be very, very weary of their advice and make sure that you still are... um, following what your long-term planning guidelines say you should do and not just throwing everything in on a whim based off of what you read online from these individuals. So one of the, I guess, biggest biggest success stories in the last 15 years was the people who shorted the housing market in 2007, 2008, and 2009 and made an absolute killing. And one of those individuals, his name was Michael Burry. And if that name rings a bell, it's because one of the most popular finance movies ever ever created and one of the most popular finance books ever written was called The Big Short. And Michael Burry was one of the individuals who I think was played by Christian Bale, um, who, quote, unquote, saw the market crash coming in the housing sector. And he was the individual who ran a small hedge fund and he put all of his clients' money into swaps that basically shorted the housing market. So when everything dropped dramatically, he would make a tremendous amount of money. And I'm not going (laughs) to replay the whole movie, but in the end, he was right. Where the housing market absolutely collapsed, there was economic turmoil. It was the driving factor of the Great Recession in 2008 and 2009. And he made an ungodly amount of money because of his correct bet. Now, Michael Burry has a Twitter or X account, and over the last handful of years, he's been giving unsolicited investment advice, which is never great, but he does it in kind of an incognito way through little tweets that he puts out there for people to stumble across. So from August 2019 to January 2023, he put out five different tweets that garnered a lot of attention because of how bearish he was in the messaging inside those tweets or X's or whatever you want to call them right now. 
So what we're going to do is read through a couple of these, and then I'm going to give you what actually happened to the S&P 500 over the next six months after he published those tweets. So let's start in August 28th of 2019. So a lot of people felt we were um, a little overextended in the market at that time because things were going really, really well. And Michael Burry tweeted, bubble in passive investing. And that was it. So again, his thought was there was a bubble. Things aren't going to work well. You should plan accordingly. And over the next six months, the S&P 500 actually grew by 8%. So swing and miss on his end. Well, again, he starts tweeting in March 13th of 2020. And if everybody remembers that time frame, that's when we first started getting into the thick of it when it came to COVID. Markets were crashing. Everything was just going sideways. And there was fear and panic in all institutions. And all private sector investors were worried. And he tweeted, significant bearish market bet. Over the next six months after he tweeted that, the S&P 500 rose 96.05% over that time period. So that means if you would have followed the advice he put in that tweet or insinuated that you should have sell, sold all your investments and went to cash because it's very, very bearish to be an investor at that time, you would have missed out on basically almost doubling your money. And if that's not good enough evidence, let's go to June 16th of 2021 where he tweeted, greatest speculative bubble. (laughs) And again, if you would have gotten spooked and followed his his advice and sold all your investments at the time, over the next six months, you would have missed out on about 23% in gains. In September 29th of 2022, so we're getting our butts kicked with inflation, investment markets are down, bond investments are getting just absolutely killed at this time. He tweeted, could be worse than 2008. (laughs) And again, over the next six months, the S&P 500 rose after that point, 18%. And then finally, the last one was January 31st of 2023. And 2023 has been a pretty good year from an investment rate of return standpoint. But at the end of January, he wrote or tweeted or X'd, whatever you want to call it, just in capital letters, he wrote the word SELL. And if you would have followed that advice and sold your investments and gotten scared, you would have lost out on 27% in the S&P 500 over the next six months. So Michael Burry, who has been hailed as an investment wizard because of his dealings back during the Great Recession 2008-2009 because he shorted the financial or he shorted the housing market, After that point, all the unsolicited advice he's put on the internet has been absolutely terrible. And anybody who followed that investment advice, even though it was unsolicited, would have lost a tremendous amount of money and probably still would be losing and or trying to recover what they lost right now currently. And Michael Burry is not the only significant financial figure who has put out terrible investment advice online for the world to see over the last handful of years. I think very close to Michael Burry is the Robert Kawasaki. So Robert Kawasaki got incredibly famous and made a lot of money because he wrote a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which a lot of people love. I think it's okay, but a lot of people love that book and they they see a lot of financial sense to be made based off of what was written in that book. But after that point, Robert Kawasaki has come out and he has posted unsolicited investment advice on a bunch of social media platforms. 
for people to stumble across. And a lot of that advice has been absolutely terrible as well. So Michael Burry, Robert Kawasaki, and a bunch of others who people have high regard for because of their previous investment success have been terrible speculators moving forward after initially having that success. So it just goes to show you that if you're a do-it-yourself investor and you rely a lot on social proof and what other experts have to say, specifically the ones who have had success in the past, there is absolutely zero correlation that they're going to continue to have success in the future and that your investment decisions will do well based off of following their recommendations. So keep that in mind next time you come across somebody saying something that you guarantee is true and then you act on it. Take a step back, take a deep breath, and just know there's no such thing as guarantees. Nobody has any idea what future investment markets are going to be. And the best possible thing you could do is just to continue to follow the guidelines set within your financial plan and stay long-term as an investor and don't get too speculative in the decisions you make. If that sounds like something you can't do or it sounds like something you need help in, that's something where a great financial planner can step in and become a problem-solving partner on your end and have those type of conversations with you, which is exactly what we do at FarmD Financial Planning. So if you're interested in that type of relationship, if you're interested in that type of guidance, feel free to jump on over to farmdfp.com, take a look at our website, and I recommend you book a free consultation. We could have a deeper conversation about this or anything else financially related that you have concerns with or you want attention focused to. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.